Hey everyone, make sure you to listen to the Fairly Odd Asian podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcast, babe. Fuck, babe. Fuck yeah. Welcome back, beautiful people. It's another edition of the Fairly Odd Asians. It's episode 96, and we're recording on September 26th. And guess what day it is, Megan? It's... Oh, shit. It is not episode 96. It is episode 97. Should we start over? <laughs> no, let's just roll with it. <laughs> oh, uh, so, well, yeah, it is... Um, It's my birthday. Happy, happy birthday from all of us to you. Happy, happy birthday. Da, 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 da. That song da, will da, da, da. scar me for the rest of my life. Yeah. I think it's a great one. Well, it's not my birthday on Monday, but yeah, it's my birthday today. And how old are you turning? I'm 28. <gasps> wow. Big 2-8. So old. I am old. I don't feel old. I asked Aaron this morning yeah, if he felt 28, and your answer was no. No, I don't feel 28, so um, I feel like young spry chicken. I, I have to say I'm, I'm starting to feel 25. I think. What does that mean? But like, I'm just, I'm starting to not feel like such a young spry chicken. I'm starting like to feel so? like, I don't know, just like getting tired more and like not wanting to do as crazy of things and just like really sinking into that domestic life. <laughs> Maybe that's just like being engaged. Maybe that's just. <laughs> yeah, that's just the reality engaged. of a relationship. It's called the, what do they call it? Like the relationship 15 or whatever. You I've like never gain, heard of that. Well, like you always gain weight when you get in a relationship. Oh. And we definitely did that well besides the gaining weight i'm talking about like just like becoming less of a fun person what do you mean we're fun well not okay we're okay that's maybe a bad way we're, to say we're, it we're really fun we're hip but we're, just like we're cool people you're like i for me i'm just so perfectly fine and even happy just staying in doing my thing yeah that's why like lockdown was such a great thing for us not a great thing for waistlines though no no we talked about that on the podcast a few weeks ago though you know Irene said that i'm looking skinnier oh look at you peloton i don't think Irene would lie to me i don't think you would either i think you've been looking skinnier (gasps) really yeah this week i definitely am not looking skinny because i only worked out like twice so oh how's that alchemy going Uh, i only went once this week so shout out me (laughs) oh oh who's the victor we're jumping we're jumping we're jumping jumping back on the train uh uh, tomorrow so i will be at alchemy working my little booty hold off but uh Mm, okay yeah so it is monday uh september 27th um happy fall everyone officially (gasps) fall and spoopy season is upon us and as irene told me today it's hot bottom autumn. What? Remember I, I told you he texted me. He's like, it's officially hot bottom autumn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Which, I mean, I suppose if you're not in a hetero... Or if you're not in a homosexual men... Or what would you say? A men's homosexual relationship? Um, yeah. Or is that like not Well, can women still? can women be bottoms? How does this work? Uh... Oh, actually, I don't... Like, how does that work in a lesbian relationship? I don't know. 
It's a really good question. We should have Aaron on the podcast to discuss. Well, he's not lesbian. So I was gonna say, he's not lesbian. Do we so. know it? Oh yeah, one of my coworkers. We yeah. ask her. Oh yeah, ask her at lunch. <laughs> Michelle, are you a top <laughs> or bottom? We really were just wondering. Ah, that'd be funny. That'd be so funny. Uh, I don't think our relationship is at that level, so I don't think I can ask her that. We'll get there. But, um, well, welcome back, everyone. We're excited to be here. Um, it has been a wonderful day, uh, but I just want to start out by talking about our morning a little bit. So our, our drive to Freehouse. So we went Freehouse in, in North Loop, and we were having a lovely drive, um, and we were at a stoplight. And I casually, you know, just, I was at, we were at the stoplight. I don't know what the intersection is, is Washington and something right when you're getting to like into like the North loop, uh, neighborhood. And I look up into the sky toward the skyline. I'm like, wow, what a beautiful city. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see something that I never want to see again. Do you want to hear what that thing was, Megan? Oh, I know Even though you were was. there. But I, was, I was there. You could, you could like prompt be like, and what was that thing? And what was that thing? That thing. What the hell was that voice, by the way? I don't know. That was like <laughs> my intrigue voice. That thing was a flying Chris Lindahl advertisement. Guaranteed offer. So if you're not from Minneapolis or the Twin Cities area, you probably have no idea who we're talking about. Um, Chris Lindahl is a realtor who owns Chris Lindahl Realtors or Realty? Real, real, something? How do you say that word? Reality? Re- reality? No. It's definitely not reality. I don't know. I'm not the one for reality. words. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Reality. I'm, you should not ask me for words. Yeah, things. whatever. But uh, he is notorious in the Twin Cities because he has bought out pretty much every... I would say he probably has 60% of the billboards in the Twin Cities of his big face. I want to be careful how I say this because I want to talk about my next proposal. Uh, But his big face with his arms stretched out to the side, uh, basically the whole length of a billboard saying guaranteed offer. Yeah. So... I had a good idea. No, it's a horrible idea. Uh, I thought to our, I, I said to Megan, like, I, I was first thinking about this for my photography business, but I think it'd be even better for our podcast just to get the buzz around it and to bully him into coming on. Ooh, there's a, they're fighting. Uh, <laughs> shout out, Will. Those are the cats. Um, but I had a great idea of us, one of us, doing that same pose on a billboard in the Twin Cities and doing the fairly and having it be like fairly odd Asians promo. Yeah, and then what are your thoughts? And then I told Aaron, I'm like, what if he has trademarked like that signature? Well, that's the thing. Whatever. That's the thing. Like we need to we need to um uh figure that out, and I, I'm sure that we could figure that out pretty quick. Um, and and you said you had said like, oh, I don't want to cease and desist from him. Well, I think that create more buzz. A cease and desist essentially is just like a like a warning, right? Yeah, but like then just, it's just like telling you to stop. Yeah, but then if we go through the work, let's let's say we go through the work. We have our billboard up for like a week, and then Chris Lindell gets a hold of it and his team, and then we get a cease and desist. So we just paid X amount of dollars, which it would not be cheap. To yeah, get but a then billboard. we but then but then we would get that like 
we get that press of being like we're the people who copied Chris Lindahl and uh, would we though? Would we? I think we would. I I know that there are podcasts in the Twin Cities, and uh, I think that we could create some good buzz and become one of those one of those top podcasts. I think it's a great idea. And then I actually do want to reach out to him and see if we could get him on the podcast. Oh my god! No. Because I think I think he would be such an interesting interview. Um, and we could ask him uh, a bunch of questions that we're like, what is your marketing strategy in that? Is it just to get your name out to people? Like, I just have so many questions for him and I feel like I've judged him maybe a little bit unfairly because he's, he's just all over and he's kind of annoying to be honest. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I see your point, but I feel like we're kind of this like weird comedy podcast. Exactly. Right? So so we could frame it. I, I would say in the message, like, just know when you're coming on, like, we're going to give you shit about your advertisements. Well, then he's not going to come on. I, I don't know. He might. I I think we should reach out I, and, and here, just, just ask. Here's what I think would happen. He would entertain the communication back and forth whether that's like email instagram whatever but then as soon as he learns that it's a, po- a comedy yeah, but podcast what if, what if, it would make him <laughs> if it would make him look bad why would he put himself out there or why would he let us publish that podcast okay fine then we interview him seriously <sighs> we just have a conversation with him i just think it would be super interesting to interview him because it'd be super relevant for the people who listen to this podcast because a lot of them are from the minneapolis area um i actually can pull up a figure here. Let's see how many are from the Twin Cities area. Go to this United States. Give me just one second. Maybe I can't. Just kidding. Good one. It's not letting me click the countries. Good Used one. To. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it would be super interesting. I think we should do it. Well, I think. I'll reach out. I'll reach out and see what happens. Because oh I, I honestly think that we need to just start interviewing people. Because the more people that we have on, the more it'll get shared. And then that aren't just our friends, right? I think some of our friends are embarrassed to share this podcast to their friends. I mean, I don't blame them. I don't blame them either. <laughs> but if we, if we, if we like get people on that will share the podcast with their followings, and then, yeah, I think we could. I think that's the next step. I just I feel like we have to take. Um, how do I say this? I feel like taking the next step and like interviewing other people. I feel like it has to make sense for our podcast like okay this we're totally the makes fair- sense oh wait, wait let's hear me out hear me out like this is me just coming from my marketing advertising head with like being on brand at least until we're big enough where we can just be oh yeah this person was interesting like we want to interview them but but don't we want to like expand in the twin cities yeah and dominate the twin cities area i mean we want world domination at this point yeah i want world domination i want too, to become but- the next Jesus Christ, superstar. What? I was going to say The something. next David Koreshi? Koreshi? <laughs> Koresh? Is that how you say his name? Yeah. I was going to say something else much more inappropriate, but oh, I will not. Okay. I will say that for a different day. Okay. Or just never. Or just never. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I, I love you very dearly, and I think that you're amazing in what you do, and you're a great teacher, you're a great photographer, but sometimes you're- But? <laughs> everything after butt is shit but <laughs> everything before butt is oh, yeah, shit everything before butt is shit um but sometimes you have these marketing ideas and i'm and you like you hype yourself up and you're like 
God, I'm genius. Like, oh, marketing. I'm like, I think that this is a great idea. I don't know. Okay, someone back me up on this. I think that it is a great idea to try to get him on the podcast because I think a lot of people, his name has such buzz in the Twin Cities that a lot of people, like, even if we interview him seriously and just, like, ask him about his story and, like, what, like, is he trying to, like, dominate all of the Twin Cities? Is he trying to, like, expand? Like, I think just asking him about his story and name has so much like clickability you know just because just in the sense of like uh just in the sense of like people are just maybe annoyed or confused about him and if we could get him on the podcast i think that'd be huge maybe i feel like correct me if i'm wrong people listening to the pod correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like i don't know if you understand social media marketing to be completely honest in a podcast sense. I know you're in advertising, but Oh, like, and you're so much more versed. No, I am not. Oh, I'm just okay. I'm just saying like why would we not have a, a a figure like that on our podcast who has that name recognition in the Twin Cities? Why would we not? What's the downside of that? I just Because it's not on our brand. We don't have a fucking brand. Okay, okay, okay. It's not just that it's not on brand. I just I feel like it would hear me out. I feel like it would not be a good podcast interview because we're not how like do you a know pod- that we're not a podcast on housing or reality or like so like yeah, but we're a Twin Cities podcast, and I also feel like our listeners would not be interested in that bullshit. I guarantee. I 100% guarantee that if we put out an Instagram poll right now, that it would be very lopsided. Like, should we get Chris Lindahl on the podcast? We're going to we're gonna do that. And it is going to be, like, very lopsided. Because Twin Cities people, like, they are... I think they're interested in who this man, who they see on the billboards is. And they want the backstory of, like, why he is so obnoxious. Are you Are you sure about that? Do you want to bet something on this? Okay. <laughs> what do you want to bet on this? Uh, well, how about this? How about this? How about this? We put it on both of our personal stories. Because our Instagram doesn't have the biggest following. So if we put it on both of our personal stories and our Instagram saying the same thing, like, would you like to hear an interview with Chris Lindahl? Hmm. It has legs let's let's take this offline oh because you know i'm right no because i'm trying to think of logistics it's like okay so what happens when a ton of okay let's say for instance a ton of my wisconsin friends so that's okay so then we could just go like okay twin cities why would you talk about this offline this is a podcast topic come on because this, this is, is just we, getting gotta, we gotta riff long, on the podcast this here. is just getting long no it is not no it is not we uh, no we could say twin if you are if you are a uh, resident or have been a resident of the Twin Cities in the past five years, would you like to hear an interview by Chris Lindahl? Okay, I'm just gonna Would you like the Fairly Odd Asians to interview Chris Lindahl? Just so I don't have to do this work, I'm going to fold in and let you just contact him and then we can go from there. Well, yeah, because I do everything else for this goddamn podcast, so I might as well do that too, huh? <laughs> Got awfully silent coming from the person who doesn't edit, post social media uh post the podcast do any of the copy yeah because you're such a pro you're you're the social media yeah, podcast okay. expert. if we 
If we ever, oh yeah, we're going to get married, so I can't say that. What? I was going to say, if we ever get paid for this podcast, I would take 80% of the revenue and you would take 20, a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. But then it's all going to be your money too anyway, because yeah. we're going to get married. So yeah. And I, and let's not forget that I'm getting attached to $12,000 of your debt. So let's not forget about that. Oh, I'm sorry that my parents weren't wealthy and paid for my college in full. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgive you. Or gave me a car for free. It was not for free. I paid for it. Oh, how much did you pay for that? Uh, like $25,000 car? How much, uh, how much did you owe your yeah, parents for that? because the value how much? How much did you owe oh, your parents for I'm that car? Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I chose to get fresh much, out of college uh, a much, new car. Much, uh, I didn't buy a new car. I bought used. I yeah, had but 84,000 miles on it. Yeah, but still a not cheap car for someone who is fresh out of college to get. Yeah, but also like who bought a car from their parents for like under five grand? No, it was valued at like, I don't know, maybe $30,000 when it was new. And then when it was older, maybe like still 20, 18,000 because it only had like 50,000 miles on it. They made me pay the value (laughs) for it. That would be like if you went to dealership and sold it. So I had to pay $8,000 to Well, right. Because when you go to a dealership, they're not going to give you. Yeah no duh because when you go to a dealership they're going to pay you my less car than, was a 2011 buick lacrosse okay not exactly should we look up the value of that car right now do it i guarantee okay. it's probably like maybe five thousand thousand eleven <sighs> how many miles were on it when you got it uh i think i there was like 70 bullshit there's not seventy thousand miles on that car yeah huh? it was your grandparents car well my parents drove it though before me you are so dead wrong oh my god okay it's not <laughs> comparing... what is it a cx cxl cxs cxl okay, yeah hold but hold on hold on this is proving my point no. Because when you go to a dealership, your car is going to get a lot less value. It was $28,000 new. And let's see here. Uh, I'm going to do this Kelly Blue Book. Okay, but also... It's a CXL. Let's just see. How many miles does it have on it right now? It has less than... It has like 80-some thousand miles on it. Yeah. Red something like that okay um but also hear me out the value that it's going to give you right now wouldn't it be affected because cars are going like crazy uh maybe a little bit but still your car currently if you were hold on i didn't put the mileage in you have less than a hundred thousand miles on it right yeah yeah eighty four thousand yeah, like 84,807. How did it know that? <laughs> Here are the prices of some of the cars. $13,000 or 12998, $13,699, $14,499, $15,590, $15,590. I guarantee you <laughs> Aaron, I guarantee $8, my butthole Aaron, three, four years ago. My, if my parents 
saw that it would have been valued higher, they would have made me pay that. What I am saying is that if you go to a dealership, someone backed me up on this. If you go to a dealership, you are not going to get the same amount of money you would if you, as if you would sell it on the open market. So the valuation of your car is going to be a lot lower from the people who are going to try sell your car for a profit. It's business. You buy low, you sell higher. Okay, so are you saying it was a bad business move to buy my parents' car? Is that what you're trying to say here? No, you're trying to shame me for my debt. I'm not trying to shame you. You were trying to, you shame, were trying to shame me. You were trying to shame me for my debt. So and then, then I had you to were throw trying it back to shame me for, for not privilege. doing daily shit. And then I was trying to <laughs> fucking throw something back in your face because you were being a twat. I'm sorry that I'm right about the Chris Lindahl thing and your car's horrible valuation from the GMC dealer. I'm sorry that you chose to be a teacher. That's a good point. I am sorry that I chose to be a teacher as well. Let's be honest. I think we all are. Uh, shout out Sarah for that one too. Shout out Kyle for being <laughs> a teacher, but actually enjoying your job. So good for you, Kyle. He picked the right job. Yeah. You know? For all of you listening, if you're in college and if you're thinking about getting a degree in education, don't do it. It's a trap. So, uh, I mean, should we just keep the contentious topics going? <laughs> oh, sure. Let's just let's just have like a argument round two. I love because last week we I think tussled a little bit, right? I can't. No, remember. that was the week before. Oh, okay. All right. Previous. Well, yeah. Let's just talk about more things that make us mad. Uh, well, actually, uh, the next thing I was going to bring up was the bowling league. So I'm officially a part of a bowling league now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron's become even more of an old man. Yep. Uh, so Will got together a bowling league for us. We're going to be uh, Split Happens, the name. Wow. That's uh, really and cool. uh, I just have a few thoughts from the bowling league, and I'd like your like your takes on these. Okay. Uh, yes. Are you ready? Are you actually listening, one? or are you on your phone? I am listening. Okay. Here we go. So the first take I have. Uh, so this is a bowling league at Elsie's in Northeast. Um. And so the first fun fact that I have from this bowling league, and I'd love your opinion on this. Um, when we got there, we were matched up with a team that was kind of like us. They're a little bit older than us in their forties. And um, it was a group of like, so there's like five people per team and they had like three girl or two girls and three guys on their team. And um, they were talking about how last year was the first year that they joined. Um, and they joined because uh, teams were dropping out of COVID and they were just allowing, because apparently this bowling league before COVID was like extremely exclusive and hard to get into. Um, and the lady who we were talking to said that there had been no females allowed in the league until last year with COVID. That's what are your thoughts? I mean, I never imagined bowling being a very sexist sport, but I guess, I mean, well, I don't know. I feel like I have seen on social media. I mean, are you on bowling sh- social media? Bowling TikTok? Oh yeah. No, like back in my high school, there actually were a decent amount of girls who were on the bowling team, and so I never thought. Oh, it you w- guys actually had a bowling team? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. actually kind of cool. Yeah, and so I never thought like, oh, this is a mostly guy sport. So I feel like that's kind of weird. Like, I mean, yeah. as a kid, you never grow up thinking like, oh, guys also, are way better. Also, especially the place in northeast i don't know elsie's history but a place in northeast being like just no women are allowed apparently they've like 
there are still people in the league who like don't think it's right that women are in the league, but yeah, interesting. Are they just afraid that they're going to get their asses handed to them? Uh, probably not because these people are like way too good. They're like mm-hmm. super good at bowling. Uh, so that was uh interesting fact number one. Uh, I guess this will provide some context for the league here. Um, there was a man in the uh, league. He was a few lanes down, thank God, wearing a shirt that said um, the the panic virus, COVID-19, the panic virus. <laughs> so that, I mean, I think that tells you all you need to know about our league. I mean, were you surprised that those were the people who were Oh, 100% not. No, nope, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, it's just kind of interesting to see that type of person in the Twin Cities. You don't see that often, you know? I feel like they're... Especially in Northeast. Well, I mean, in Northeast, maybe a little bit, because I feel like Northeast is kind of hipster-dipster. Yeah. You know? Yep. I would. I could see that coming from like a Roseville-type area. Yeah. Or like any suburb, for that matter. Or Mounds View. Yeah. Yep. Do you 100%. know that my uh, mom actually is super into bowling? Your mom is? Yeah, she has like We her... should go bowling when they're here in two weekends. That actually would be super fun. Let's do it. I think that would be really fun. Yeah, my mom like actually is a pretty good bowler. Okay. And I can see she... Debbie maybe being a little bit good at bowling. She had like her own ball and stuff. I oh, think she sick. still has her own ball at home and like her own shoes. But my I grandpa... actually I actually might buy my own shoes. They're like fifty bucks and it's hot. Three... It's three <laughs> it's three dollars to rent <laughs> shoes every week. And this bowling league goes through April. Oh. So I might as, might well, as well just buy my own shoes. Yeah. Then They're not can... cute though. They're I mean, not good looking shoes. No, I think bowling is the most unsexy sport. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I am really sorry, but I think it's really unsexy. We need to have Will on the podcast to discuss this. I'm sorry, Will. And I that you know, sports I guess aren't meant to be sexy, but some sports have more of like What are you a... talking about? Sports aren't meant to be sexy. Well, oh, there we got some butthole sniffing on the bed. Not between me and you. Not That's between, not between Megan and I. <laughs> between between Daisy furry and friends. Ziggy. Shout out, Will. But wait, what do you mean? I sports aren't meant to be sexy. Uh, beach volleyball. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't find it. Do you find? Do you think sports are sexist? Uh. I think the people or who misogynistic. Make, I think the people who make the rules yeah. can be like associations and like yeah people and whatnot. Like the one team that got banned or not banned, but they got fined in field hockey because they didn't wear skirts; they wore shorts instead. Or the, the um, team. there was a handball team in the Olympics. The Australian handball, the women's or was handball that it? Team. Was that it? Yeah, the women's handball team from Australia. They didn't wear like the that's what underwear. It was. Yep. yep spandex yeah they instead were like shorts yeah and they got freaking fine for that which you know is what, ridiculous you know what else is kind of ridiculous uh in high school i remember um the uh, like girls all had to wear like even though their jersey in basketball even though their jersey would cover it up the girls all had to wear the same color sports bra what yeah I, and i mean the guys if we had to wear an undershirt we all had to wear the same color i guess but it's still kind of weird with like sports bras because you don't like see them at all but yeah at my catholic elementary school we had volleyball teams and you know i mean spandex when you get to high school girls literally shove it so far yeah they okay 
Can we talk about that quick? What? Are we going to allow our daughter to play volleyball? I want her to play volleyball because we both played volleyball. I know. But with spandex, though? What's your problem? Isn't it a little weird, like, how high up they hike their spandex? Yeah. I mean, it is weird. Like, I used to do that. And and that's just, like, normalized. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. It's kind of strange. I mean, I never hiked mine up so far that you could see my. What's butt the purpose? Cheek. What's the purpose of wearing spandex as a female volleyball player? I don't know. It's just like tighter to you, and like. But uh, like, what does that help you do? I I don't ask me. <laughs> I have no clue. It's cuter. I don't know. What do you mean it's cuter? It's cuter than wearing like gym shorts. But back to about uh, what okay. I was saying. At my Catholic elementary school, we played volleyball, and. We could wear spandex, which wow. I'm surprised because I don't think that's modest is hottest. what the Lord would want. No, but he definitely would not want that. I'm not kidding you when I say that our spandex literally went about an inch above our knees. They were basically <laughs> like Bermuda shorts, <laughs> like ber- spandex. Like compression shorts. Yeah. Hot. And we weren't allowed to like pull them up or anything. It was really ugly. Yeah, like girls like now like freaking hike them up so they're like right like like okay so like the top of their crotch like they're like even with that now well have you seen so there was a girl from my high school i won't say her name because i'm not that kind of person um you're right you (laughs) said so many last names on this podcast already i know i apologize to everyone but there was a girl who went to my high school she uh ran at marquette college and she ran track there and i saw some pictures of her and their running outfits she literally was wearing like spandex underwear oh yeah that's 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 track that's female track attire well i'm like people give volleyball players so much shit for wearing spandex that are hiked up i'm like these runners are literally wearing underwear right which i think is a little strange but also i feel like it's a little bit different in high school compared to college yeah, because you're a you're legal still adult a, a in child. college. Yeah, a child, a child. Yeah. You know, I think about that sometimes, where I'm like, ugh, like, you play in high school, like families come and like old creepy men come, and then it's like, ew, you mm-hmm. know. I just. Ew. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I like the whole spandex thing. Oh, so you're, so if our daughter plays volleyball, you're gonna make her wear shorts. <laughs> She's gonna be the only one on the team wearing. No, shorts. because that that will be more damaging than it will, uh, not be damaging. Exactly. Or but, maybe we'll just think, still. Well, okay. I mean, her options are gonna be either she does volleyball, has to wear spandex, she plays, um, or okay, wait, not plays. She does swimming. Wears a swimsuit, which again, it's a one piece, so a little bit different. Or she could play soccer in the fall if she's in Minnesota. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby. And then she's going to get. I'd actually probably prefer then... her to play volleyball over soccer. I would If say... it's not as political, well, depends on how political the volleyball team is. Well, volleyball is super political for girls. Right. So I don't know if I'd want that. Soccer's a little bit more chill. Maybe not in the <laughs> cities. I don't know what the vibe is in the cities. But yeah. I just, I. I don't know. I mean, you said... How many concussions did you get from soccer? Only one. Are you sure? Yep. I only got one. Hmm. It was really strange, though, when I got hit in the face. I got hit in the eye, or, like, hit 
Um, I got elbowed in the temple. And then I like, I was like kind of dizzy afterwards. Uh, but I came out of the game or whatever. And then got checked out by the trainer. I was like, I kind of have a headache. So the trainer checked me out. And they they saw my left pupil was like going big and then small like big and then small like contracting oh. constantly and my right one was doing nothing but my left one was just going like crazy and even it was a game in st cloud and even when i got home that night um my eye was still like the pupil was still like dilating and then contracting dilating and then contracting Ew. it was really weird um yeah that was strange but yeah i only had one concussion Wow. When I got hit in the head with a baseball in the, in the face with a baseball, shout out my high school baseball coach, uh, I did not have a concussion. I'm surprised by that. Isn't that crazy? But I guess like it didn't rattle your brain. No, it just kind of just rattled your, right your in the eye. face. Rattled my eye real hard. Yeah, good times. See what what blows my mind is that going back to wrapping up on this whole daughter talk thing is that we have to talk about these things for our daughter but then like when it comes to if we have a son it's gonna be like yep just fucking do whatever you want how did we get to this conference oh bowling and not <laughs> the female i was like how did we get to this point in the podcast <laughs> i'm sorry will i'm sure you look really great bowling <laughs> okay i gotta i gotta critique will's bowling outfit i hope he listens to this on Monday. what was his bowling outfit <laughs> so he wore like his okay his bowling shoes are black he has to wear a shoe condom. That's what he calls it. Uh, because his his left foot is like the sliding foot. So like when you bowl, like if you watch professional bowling, like you see them slide on yeah. their like foot uh, when they release the ball. So his foot is the left sliding foot. And he says he can like, it's like Velcro or something on the bottom or on that attaches to like, sorry, I'm explaining this really bad. They're Velcro pads technically that like have different, surfaces on the bottom so to make you like slide different on different wood and um he has to wear like if he's gonna go to like the bathroom or something he wears a shoe condom on it like just like a little like have you ever been to like an open house and yeah, you have yeah, to like yeah, put yeah. a thing over your shoe kind of like that uh but okay so here's will's outfit he has black shoes a black shirt on he wore black shorts and then he had white no brand socks on like cat like calf socks hot uh well interesting outfit choice my friend <laughs> <laughs> i hope he listens to this on monday oh god i hope he listens yeah uh i'll expect a text when i <laughs> when he listens to this podcast you know who we haven't got shit from from a while who kyle kyle's been pretty silent yeah. Kyle, have you stopped listening to us? Do you hate us? No, I don't think he stopped listening to us. He's got plenty of time to listen to our podcast on the way to Little Falls to and from every day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Uh, Maybe it just means that we're, your takes aren't as bad, Megan. <gasps> but I want to hear this. Okay. Oh, so God. here's... I actually don't have like a take thing for you. I kind of forgot to do that. But... Um, wow, way to slack. I... So kind of switching gears here. So I was talking with some teacher friends um, and all my coworkers, all my teacher team coworkers in fourth grade are females except for one. And so I was talking with two of the other females 
and we were talking about like she was like oh yeah my husband like suggested that we go to the renaissance festival renaissance festival oh i need your take on this god. here so pay attention oh um, god. and she was like yeah because she has like a son who's what three years old two years old and yeah it could be kind of fun whatever and then um we got on the topic of apple orchards now i have a hot take about apple orchards are oh you ready boy. for this oh god oh you've already told me that's just kidding yeah but I want your take on this as well. Okay. Uh, your take on my take and then your take on apple orchards. Oh, wow. That's very um, I think apple orchards are dumb as hell. I mean, I think that they're a fun thing to do with like your girlfriends or <laughs> like have a little like boyfriend-girlfriend no. dates. No, I think they're so stupid. Oh, okay. Half the time you don't even pick apples. That's you just true. walk through. It's a glorified very easy hike but what's wrong with that it's a fun thing to do no it's so stupid you drive out to this like country pasture and you literally walk around a farm field technically walk around a farm field and then walk back and then go home well it's something to do i think it's stupid i think apple orchards are the most overrated thing the only people the only reason why people go to apple orchards in the fall is because they want their Instagram picture of it and they think it'll be a fun thing. You know, for you proclaiming that you're such a fall guy, you are really not a fall guy. Say more. You don't like apple orchards. Correct. Um, I hate pumpkin pie. Pumpkin patches. You don't like pumpkin things. You. Uh, I like a good hay ride. So if an apple orchard has a good hay ride, like I, I'm all bored. I'm on board for that. You don't like. I don't like Halloween. Halloween. Nope. So I don't. I think that you're a poser. I think that you. What the fuck does that mean? I don't think you are really a fall guy. I think I'm. A, I'm. I think I'm a fall guy through and through. My birthday's in the fall. That is okay. So my birthday's in spring. Does that make me <laughs> a spring person? A spring girl. Uh my birthday's in the fall. I love sweater weather and jean weather. I think this is the best time of year to do anything outside, uh, physical activity outside besides walking through an apple orchard yeah i don't know i just think apple orchards are dumb as hell now when we have kids though i think it'll be really cool because then i'll take pictures of them at the apple orchard it'll be super cute but like to go with like my friends like your friends like my friend like okay we went last year right yeah we went last year with casey lauren uh aaron and steven yeah it was i mean the company made the fun the apple orchard was dumb well, like we didn't, we didn't go and like take pictures though. That was the thing. Like we didn't go and like take selfies and be like, oh my god, we went to an apple orchard. Also, I do think that that apple orchard was a little bit dumb just because there's nothing to do. <laughs> it was just like a big shop. Like the best part of it was going into that big shop. Was it not? Uh, I mean, I got a pumpkin. That was pretty dope. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I thought it was stupid. So would you f- would you think that like going somewhere to pick strawberries would be stupid? No, because you get to eat strawberries. Okay, but you probably also have to pay for that. Same as if you pay to pick apples. Here's a hot take. Is... <laughs> is... Okay, listen, hear me out here. Let me finish my f- complete thought here before waiting. I am waiting. Okay. Come on. I don't know if I necessarily agree with this take, but it's just something that popped in my head. So, whose take is it? Is, are like fruit 
orchards or like fruit picking activities? Is it for white people to feel better about what they did in slavery? (laughs) No. Like making it into like a a fun family activity. Do you know? I mean. Or like, is it a way for like white people to be like, oh, manual labor isn't that bad? No. Are you sure? Well, the the latter of like, oh, like, actually, I don't even know if I agree with that take. I just I just threw it out there just to throw it out there. You know, yeah, you're just trying to be controversial. Just to stir, just to stir the pot a little bit. No, I think that people, <laughs> like people who have these farms, orchards, whatever, they realize They're like, conservative. oh, this is a cutesy little thing that people like to do, and they bring their families. Let's reap the benefits of people wanting to do this and nickel and dime them for every single thing yeah that they're good business people we can add Ooh, let's add pumpkins to the apple orchard let's add a shop where they can get baked goods let's do all this and it just is like a tourist trap it is i will say yeah it, it is a tourist trap um but but how is that any different i guess than like you go to a winery, you take a tour. Because you blah. can get drunk at a winery. Yeah, I You guess. can actually drink. Uh, I mean, you can drink cider, I guess, at an apple orchard. That's fun. Drinking apple juice, that's just more. What's the difference between cider and apple juice? It's just spiced. thicker? It's spiced. That's it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Well, mm. now you, the more you know. Oh, apple cider sounds so good right now. It actually does sound pretty good. But yeah, like you, uh, the, the allure of a winery is the fact that you know you're not going to the winery to walk through the vineyard. You're going there to get drunk. Yeah, also, when we go back to Alec on the 20th, 21st or whatever of October during MEA, yeah. my sister would like to go to a winery. Ooh. Go try out. Um, go out to, I think, or maybe she wanted to go to the new one in Glenwood. I don't know. She wants to go to a, a little winery. I mean, I but, am yeah. we should do that. all aboard the train. We should do that. Um, yeah, I think apple orchards are stupid. That's my take. And I take think you're a poser, it. and you're not actually a fall person. Okay, speaking of posers, uh, you have Balenciaga sweatpants on here. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? No, let's just take that off because, again... Oh, good. Glad well, I brought that up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just... We have this, as we've discussed, we have this long running list of topics I just took it off. and it's just, I forget by the time they actually get brought up because we have a lot of evergreen content that we just keep on the list of our podcast topics, you know, just in case, but then there are just so many hot, fun things that happen. Oh, I got two cavities filled. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, this is a riveting topic. Wow. <laughs> Oh, no. yeah. I got two cavities filled. No, wow. I, forgot. I wanted to talk about getting my cavities filled on Wednesday this okay. past week. And I seriously get so anxious when I go to the dentist, even for a cleaning. I just I hate it. I just hate the dentist. I'm sorry, Trevor, if you're listening. I'm, I don't hate you. <laughs> but um, I guess I had two cavities to get filled, one on the bottom left of my back molar and then one on the top right. So my whole mouth was numb, which was not super fun. But I have this wonderful dentist. Her name's Rupam, and I hope I'm saying that right. And she is British. She's Indian, British, British, but she has the most 
beautiful and wonderful accent. And oh, just, how nice. And she was like, okay, love, I'm going to put the little numbing gel in your gums right now. Oh, so how just lovely. This. And then she did the Novocaine shot. And as she was doing it, she's like, okay, I need you to be really brave for me. And it's just a little pinch. And this, oh, this one, this one's going to sting a little bit. And I'm like, oh, you are just so relaxing. We should talk about the 24 hours that led up to that, though. Well, I'm trying to make it sound like a better experience than what was before. <laughs> well, like, I mean, you had a good experience when you went there because your dentist is a good dentist. Yes. But your anxiety before, you should talk about that. Well, the 24 hours before this. I was happened. like, I was contemplating calling them and be like, okay, could I like get laughing gas? Or like, could you yeah. put me under maybe? Yeah. Because I, okay, I've, I don't know if I've told this story before, but I had a super traumatic experience at the dentist when I was in junior year of high school. And I got my wisdom teeth taken out. A wonderful time. And I got dry sockets and I got gum infections on the bottom uh, or my, my jaw, my bottom of my teeth. Were you sucking on a straw after you got your wisdom teeth out? No, but How'd I... How did you get dry sockets in the first place? Um, I think it's because I immediately threw up when I got home from my wisdom teeth removal. How does that give you dry sockets though? I don't Throwing know. Throwing up? I don't know. Hmm. I, I don't know how the dry sockets happened, but I got the dry sockets... I think the infection might have been from me throwing up, to be honest, because I took the That's Oxycontin. Disgusting. I that took is the Oxycontin so gross. Right when I got home. Blech. And then Blech. I was like, oh, this. Ox- I think I just cannot take Oxycontin because it gave me just. Oh. They gave you Oxy for it? Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> I just got strong Tylenol for mine. Oh, they must have really wanted me to just not remember. Wow. They wanted me to, maybe they wanted me to like uh, disassociate from the whole experience, which did not happen because I remember everything. But anyways, I got an infection and then I had to go back to the dentist and I was like, oh, my gums are really hurting. My jaw was like inflamed and they're like, okay, well, either we can reschedule this and put, put you under uh, and then we'll take out the infected gum tissue or we could do it now and just numb you with Novocaine. And so I was like, wow. Fine. And so I was like, let's just do it now, whatever. Yeah. I think anyone would. And so you I, saved your parents like thousands of dollars. Good for you. I know. I'm such a good sport. Maybe that's why they gave you your car for so cheap. Oh. <laughs> and I sat there and they <laughs> numbed me up. They had to oh, cut me open and scrape out the infected tissue. But oh, no. They actually did not fully numb me and I could feel them that sounds scraping horrible. out. And I was in so much pain and I just will never forget the woman who was cleaning my teeth or like helping the dentist. There was, I just could see this like string of my bloody saliva connected to her tool. She goes, oh, just got a little spaghetti sauce there. That is, uh, (laughs) oh my God. You went to a horrible dentist. I then went home from that appointment. I laid on the couch and I cried. (laughs) I would too. But so that's why I was super nervous about this dentist appointment. But it turned out it was fine. It was actually a lot better than I had expected. And my dentist was great. And the only uncomfortable thing was like they had to shove these cotton pads in the side of your mouth to keep it dry. Mm. And it just was like poking my gums really hard. Whenever I go to the dentist, which hasn't been a long time. No, like three years. Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, 
I feel like I walk out of there. My lips are so chapped. They were so sweet. They put Vaseline on my lips for me. Wow. Actually? Yeah. Wow. What service? I know. It was great. And they, she was just so sweet. And then afterwards, she was telling me about how, or because I was getting a night guard because I grind my teeth at night as mm-hmm. well. And then my dentist was saying, she's like, you know, I I had this 80-year-old woman in for an appointment the other, I don't know when this was. She's like, and her teeth looked like she was 20 and she just lived such a peaceful life and blah, blah, blah. And I just really think that there's something to living such a peaceful life and it has such an effect on your health, which, you know, I think that she's onto something because well, think Not about grinding. It. if you have less stress in your life. Yeah it'll be less deteriorating to your health mind body and soul Mm -hmm. and so i just and she was like yeah just like you know use calm and like meditate and just like take time for yourself and i just was floored that my dentist of all people was telling me this like not even my regular doctor i go to has ever told me things like this well right so i think i think she is a very good dentist that i need to get an appointment for oh, she's amazing i told you i have appointment anxiety not anxiety well i tried to make an appointment for you but then i have procrastination nation i tried to make an appointment for you but then for new patients they like to have an hour and a half with them what yeah because they have to go through your like history probably and they probably want to do a more thorough cleaning because you haven't been to the dentist in three years mm, yeah and i suck at flossing and so she was saying my hygienist is booked through the end of the year, but maybe spring break next year mm. you could go. Yeah, maybe. All right. Uh, let's wrap this up. We're at 50 minutes already. Oh God. I'm so sorry, people. So sorry. Uh, and we got to go make popcorn for dinner because I'm hungry. Yeah, we do. Uh, here we go. Let's. Um, so I want your take. Uh, I was just on Reddit kind of scrolling here. Um, I want your take on this. Okay. What is your opinion on a 30-year-old dating a 19-year-old? Like, does it say gender, like what the rules are? Gender is fluid, so no. It's not specific. <laughs> okay. I... Let's let's go with a 30-year-old guy dating a 19-year-old female. So a guy two years older than me dating a 19-year-old who's one year into college or fresh out of when you're when you're into college or fresh out of high school i'm just gonna say that that's just a disaster because (sighs) but love is love yeah but you're in such different stages of your life like when you're 19 did you damn near date a 30 year old when you were 19 i didn't date him but how old was he what was your biggest age gap age gap love baby um okay wait i was 21 yeah and he was 33 i was 21 he was he was maybe 34 34. (laughs) that's more of an age gap than this question so why am i even asking you this question why am i asking you this question you're the wrong person to ask oh my god as someone who has almost gotten in that i actually when i was 20 when I was 18, I was dating a 22-year-old, and even then... Okay, that's different. No, no, but even then, he always would bring up our age gap and be like, you're just you're just so much younger. Like, you're, you're too young. And he would constantly tell me that I was too young for him. And I'm like, okay, well, then 
why are we dating? Okay. Interesting. I still think it's funny that you were like, yeah, he's 20. I'm 21 and he's 34. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a little bit of pedophilia. Just kidding. It's not. How is that con- pedophilia? Both, both consenting adults. Okay. So I guess my question, because that question kind of bombed because you uh, have had a personal experience. So maybe you're a little biased. Um, <laughs> well, I was giving how, my two cents. Uh, at what age is it like socially acceptable for a guy to date like or like what age is it socially acceptable for the younger person to be that's like okay yeah that makes sense that there's like a 10 year gap uh i would say when you're like 30 so when your significant other is 40 and you're like 30 because mm-hmm. by then you've i lived- say it's earlier i would say it's I'd say maybe 25 mm. 25 to 35 No Yeah Because when you're 25 You have a few years out of college Yeah but when you're 25 You're still Figuring life out And you have so much more life To just experience And like When you're 30 what, You do old, too I'm two years away from how 30 How old are you When your frontal lobe Fully develops I think like 23 22 I thought it was like 28. Let's look this up. Prefrontal cortex, is that what you're talking about? Something, some shit like that. Prefrontal cortex is in, uh, is responsible for um, like decision making. Prefrontal cortex fully, fully developed. Great podcast topic here. 25 years old. Wow. The development of the maturation of the prefrontal cortex occurs primarily during adolescence is fully accomplished at the age of 25. Hmm. So you think that's why there's so many midlife crises is that your prefrontal cortex is finally developed and then you're just like, well, quarter life crisis, your quarter. Yeah. Quarter life. Uh, And you're just like, well, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, maybe. I mean, probs. That's how I feel right now. What do you mean? Like, what the fuck is going on? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. But are, you're not really having a quarter-life crisis, I don't feel like. Mm, no, I wouldn't call Maybe it. Maybe about the dentist. <laughs> I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't call it a crisis. I would just call it a um, pondering about my life. Okay, let's talk about it. We're already at 50 minutes. The people That's don't want to hear this. We can, we can, okay, fine. We can, we'll put a pen in that one. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, all right. Any last things to say to the viewers? Um, I'm sorry that Aaron and I always divorce on the podcast. No, I think the listeners actually really like that. Just know personally. that, just know that we actually do love each other. We do. Mom and dad love each other very much. We do love each other very, very we'll much. We'll never get a divorce, but if we do, don't worry gonna get the prenup just kidding and i will take <laughs> the whole podcast because i do everything so yeah and i'll take the two cats Perfect. not the two cats no just one of them mm. we'll split them we'll see all right uh thank you so much for listening to the podcast make sure to like subscribe resubscribe uh make sure to follow along um yeah and we love you all have a wonderful week everyone Bye bye